and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And in this episode, we're going to talk about a new documentary. It's called Remembering Anarcha. And Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so J. Marion Sims was a doctor who lived in the 1800s. And he's been dubbed the father of gynecology. Um, and in the mid to late 1840s in Montgomery, Alabama... He did experiments on African American women who were enslaved. And that's kind of what this movie's about. So, um, some of those women, there's, there's uh, three of them that this movie focuses on Anarka, Betsy, and Lucy. And, you know, they, they were slaves. So, you know, they really didn't have a, a choice in this matter. Um, but what he was studying is, uh, basically, uh, issues with the female reproductive system. So, you know, fistulas, or tumors, whatever, and trying to find, uh, you know, fixes for those issues, you know, or cures or what have you. And instead of, you know, experimenting on, on, on white women, he experimented on, on black women who really didn't have a say in what they wanted to do, did not use anesthesia on them. And yeah, so, this movie, uh, or I should say it's a documentary, it's um, directed by Josh Carples, and it explores what happened then and its legacy um, and how it's kind of viewed today historically. So I learned a lot from this movie. I was not familiar with uh, Dr. Sims or his experiments on um, enslaved women. Um, so, you know, I, I'm assuming that that was a major goal of the movie, and as such, it was it was a success. And it, it um, was not boring at all. It kept me engaged. Um, I can't remember the runtime of the movie, but it's, it's just like 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it wasn't over long. It, it seemed to be the right length. Um, I would say maybe on a on a technical level, the, the documentary is not, up to, you know, the usual standard that you see on a typical, uh, documentary. Um, um, it feels, um, some of the, some of the interview subjects are more engaging than others. Um, there's some repetition between some of the interviews that I felt was maybe unnecessary. It didn't seem to really add anything and you have, you know, the same, you have different people kind of telling the same thing multiple times. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it didn't really seem necessary for, for any kind of effect. Um, but again, that's, those are kind of technical criticisms. Um, I feel like the movie had a point that it was wanting to make and had some lessons it was wanting to, to teach. And I thought it was very effective in doing that. I learned a whole bunch, um, about, about the doctor, about the, these women. Um, and I thought it did a good job um, trying to contextualize the time period when this was happening. You know, looking at it today, um, you know, what he did was egregious. Um, they do talk about how, at least at the time, um, it didn't seem to be that extraordinarily horrible. One of the one of the big topics is statues that are erected towards him, and whether they should come down or be moved or whatever. And I think the movie finds some interesting 
solutions in regards to that. So I, I, I thought it was a fair movie um, and very enlightening. Yeah. Um, I understand the whole context of history thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I still have an issue with, I do find what happened to be pretty egregious. Um, But yeah, this movie has a a kind of a a wide variety of, of subjects that are interviews and, um, you know, has uh, African-Americans and, and, and Caucasian folks and, you know, different backgrounds that they come from. And yeah. So like, for example, like the whole, the statue thing, cause he has statues, mm-hmm. uh, down South and plaques and whatever. Um, you know, some folks, I guess this one person doesn't want any of those up at all anymore. Um, some of them want those left because, you know, they talk about that's, it's a way to like remember and have a conversation even about mm-hmm. it. And, know what happened and then some are like you know i think almost even all of them they want statues erected of uh anarcha betsy and lucy right who they they dub the mothers of gynecology right. which i think is fair yeah uh in, in the way that this happened um yeah so this movie i think you're right on a on a technical level i don't think it looks bad i mean it's not the most um polished looking documentary i've ever seen but it's mm-hmm. not cheap looking either mm-hmm. Um, the big thing I would ding it on is repetition and it feels a little weird to want to shorten an, uh, uh, something that's only 90 minutes, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, there's a few occasions where the subjects, you know, you, you, and I get it, you know, I mean, these are just, some of these are just regular people and you're just interviewing them and they talk what, right. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> there's this one guy that, you know, I think there's at least three different times where he mentioned how he'd lived in the area 10 years. <laughs> And it's like, okay, you know, I don't know what that needed to be in there three times, Mm -hmm. but, um, okay, you know, uh, and then, yeah, you're right. There's some repetition as far as, you know, one interview subject will say something and then the next one will say the same thing and maybe even the next one. And it's, I was wondering, are they doing that to, so you, you can see that, Hey, not just one person says this or looks at it this way, but multiple people do. Mm -hmm. I didn't know whether that was part of the, the point, but overall, um, I was never bored by this. And I did learn a lot, you know. Um, I'm a 40-something-year-old, you know, biracial man who's part black, and I did not know about this. So this is something that, you know, it was, it was a learning opportunity, and I, I found it very interesting. Another thing I found interesting, though, again, I guess is sort of on a technical level, is, like, I think it, it, there was no music. Mm. Um, you know, I sometimes think of those like Ken Burns documentaries that they do have some of that music in the background mm-hmm. or other document this is this i think had no music until the last scene mm-hmm. which i think it worked very much i found the you know the very last part of this to be quite touching um yeah and i think it was a it was a good way to, to sort of wrap up the the story that this was telling um so yeah and and this this movie also del- delves into um, henrietta Lacks who, if you don't know who she is, you should Google her. But, you know, she, uh, another African-American that, you know, had, um, uh, I forget the terminology they use for it, but, uh, oh, uninformed consent or, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Tuskegee, uh, the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. Uh, yeah. So they, 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 they talked about those, you know, the lack of informed consent, um, in this regard. And yeah, so 
I I thought this was good, you know? Yeah, I liked how they tied in the, you know, this early example of experimentation without consent with some of the more modern examples like you like you cited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's interesting you noted the the music because I didn't. I think I, I think there was some music that played over the opening. Well, titles, I mean, but yeah, I think you're right. As for the expanse expanse of the movie, I think it was pretty silent. But I really didn't even notice it, and that just shows how kind of engaged I was with mm-hmm. with what was being said. And sometimes, um, you know, they would cut between different interview subjects, and they would be talking about the same thing, but they would each give it their own kind of slant, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. That was interesting. And that's where I thought the, the repetition kind of worked, but there were some cases where it felt like they were just kind of saying the same facts mm-hmm. over and over. And, mm-hmm. um, that was a little distracting, but, um, yeah, overall, like you said, very informative, um, movie and yeah, we've, you know, we've, I've thought about it a lot since we watched it, um, yesterday and it's one that makes you, and keeps you thinking. Yeah. And, you know, when we, we, we were talking about it with, uh, some friends at dinner, actually, before we came in to record this. And mm-hmm. I mean, they, they seemed very interested in it. Yeah. And wanted to know where they could watch it, which <clears throat> leads me to say that if you do want to watch this, you can, uh, rent it on YouTube. And it should also be available on like Google Play and Vudu and apparently Apple TV. So yeah, that's, uh, remembering Anarka. Yes. Um, what do you give it out of 10? I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. I give it a 7.2. So our score is a 6.9. And it is not on the tomato meter. I looked for it. I didn't see it there. All right. But uh, our score is the one that matters. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, a 6.9 <laughs> from us, remembering Anarka. Um, I, would, I would give it a recommendation. For sure. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks.